heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Well, the op-ed, the editorial that uh, Kimberly Strassel puts out from the Wall Street Journal uh, surely is being read and heard uh, all throughout the country and around the globe. Uh, And of course, when President Trump references it in his social media message on Truth Social uh, with that article headlined, uh, The Payback for Mar-a-Lago Will Be Brutal. That was the headline on Strassel's uh, op-ed, if you will, the editorial. Uh, and so Trump, as, as often, and he always did that on Twitter as well, he'll reference, put an article or a message out there. And because you, whatever, you put a social media message out, or you tweet it out or whatever you do, people think, well, that's your opinion because you're doing that. So obviously it's a given here that people are saying, well, that's what Trump means, that he endorsed that message, that there's going to be payback. Now, others might argue, well, why does Kimberly put something like this in somebody's head? Not that he needs an incentive or not for the payback. A lot of people in political circles and others today would say that, well, this is off color, it's wrong. Trump shouldn't, there shouldn't be any payback. He should look the other way or whatever you call it. It's not, I wouldn't even reference his take on the high road really, uh, because that high road hasn't worked out really well for the Republican party up to now, friends. Uh, The other flip side of that coin is, Sometimes you have to fight fire with fire. And there are those times where we have to level the playing field. My fellow Americans, I'm gonna suggest to you today, this is one of those times. Now, I'm gonna share some thoughts for you over the next hour. Some of you may not really wanna hear uh, because it is the truth. But I think this is a truth that we need to hear. And I'm gonna tell you straight up front here, I think it is some time for some payback at this point, and uh, and and I'll explain what that means. So I, I this headline in this article, uh, yes, I think there should be some payback for this uh, raid because it broke all the norms of our country uh, in our history. Unprecedented would be an understatement. Broke all the norms, and uh, it's it's uh, you know it's more than just. Uh, the the fact that this raid uh, uh, occurred in the way that it did, but this was totally avoidable. It didn't have to be done this way. Uh, there was no, uh, that we can see any sense, as I shared with you the other day, no sense of an extreme urgency where there was some threat to our national security or salvation as a nation uh, based on this paperwork or whatever that was in there. And there's a history of presidents doing this, by the way. This isn't the first dude that has been in a, a scramble for uh, uh, things that a former president wants. They think it belongs to them. It's very common, in fact, with presidents. There's a history of that. So he's not the first one. Let's be clear on that right now. All right. This um, article now, that uh, Kimberly Strassel puts out there uh, with the payback from Mar-a-Lago would be brutal. I mean, let's jump into this a bit here. And uh, so she says, she argues that the, the FBI search of, of Trump's Palm Beach Club Mar-a-Lago could set off a toxic 
cycle of reprisal and escalation once the Republicans get back into power. And she's suggesting that a future Republican-controlled Department of Justice basically uh, could decide to start raiding the homes of prominent Democrats, uh, such as Joe Biden, uh, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, uh, Barack Obama, uh, Eric Holder, the former attorney general. All of these people have been somewhat involved in scandals, massive scandals. And, you know, throughout the time, the, I mean, argue, say what you want, but the Republicans did have some restraint on a lot of these things. And even Trump had some restraint. In fact, there was a um, interesting piece in, in Vice, and, and they say this. This is hardly the first time Trump has threatened his political opponents. His first presidential campaign was dominated by his own calls to lock up his opponent, Hillary Clinton. During a presidential debate in October 2016, Trump told Clinton, and I quote, if I win, I'm going to instruct my attorney general to get a special prosecutor to look into your situation because there's never been so many lies, so much deception. And of course, Clinton responds to that and says, well, it's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not is not in charge of the law in our country. And then you might recall Trump's response to that was heard around the world. He fired back, because you'd be in jail. Huh. We all remember that sequence there that played out of that debate in 2016, but, but here's the crux of that. Trump never did any of that. That that was comments and conversation that he held. He had restraint. He didn't pursue that in the way that uh, was laid out with that back and forth, that tit for tat back at that debate. So he did show restraint. In fact, quite frankly, the former president sh has shown a lot of restraint when he got into office in cases like this and going after these people. Now, as as Stressel points out, a lot of that could and probably will change in the future. And um, I mean, she goes on and makes the case that, you know, he's he's in a second term, uh, presidents tend to be a little looser. They don't have, they can't run again. So there's, there's really virtually no reason. The stakes are, it's a different game at that point. You're not worried about all those eggshells. Uh, and the other thing is, as she points out, is he would have a different cast of characters around him. It wouldn't be those same sort of people that were there the first time, uh, which were a lot of neocons, a lot of big government uh, Republicans and all uh, were there around him. So this would be a different playing field, more or less. And I think that's what Stressel is, is uh, alluding here. I think she's correct. Uh, so this tit for tat that's being played out, uh, you know, you, you think about it. And uh, I have to tell you now. You know, with or without even the Mar-a-Lago raid, I think with all the criminal offenses being played out on the marches left, I'm going to give it to you straight, people. I, I think it is time to look at some of these uh, the, these private properties of these people and understand the follow uh, legitimately through through the uh, Department of Justice uh, in legitimate ways, uh, and then you know whatever like. It, you know, how legitimate was this? Well, they got, uh, you know, they got a judge to, uh, an a, a Obama judge to sign off on that. Uh, wasn't too difficult to do. It, it was a magistrate judge. Well, many, I mean, the, these cats are not at a high level to be able to make those decisions. They went to him and the, certainly in the, in the, in the heat of the moment and got this dude to sign off. Uh, so, you know, call it what you want, but 
there are many ways to slice this thing and to get to the point. But all of these bounce and balls through all of these scandals. I mean, you know, I mean, come on, Hunter Biden, the the, the laptop, Biden, all of his connections with with Russia, Ukraine, China. I mean, th this guy's got a closet so deep. We never see the end of it uh, with whatever happens there. And of course, Hillary Clinton, <laughs> do I need to remind you of anything there? And I, it just goes, it's very rich here. This cast of characters, including the former President Barack Obama, uh, right, number forty-four, and of course the former Attorney General Eric Holder, and all of the shenanigans that were played out there with Fast and Furious, and all the things that happened there. So, you know, this is the thing about this, and, and there's a lot more characters than that. I mean, Brennan, look at look at that. I mean, and you know, there there's a Comey. I mean, it goes on and on and on, and yet all the way across. Uh, the Republicans come in and they 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 never play back hardball. So I, I'm going to say to you, I, I think it is time that there is some hardball play. I do think it is time for tit for tat. I, 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 listen, I, I say it as respectfully as I can. But at some point, we have to call it what it is, people. And right now, it's a one-sided ball game. And as I say to you all the time, respectfully, the Republicans always acquiesce to the left and they get away with murder. Literally, <laughs> in the case of Clinton, but in the whole case of a lot of things, these are national security scandals, the likes of things we've never seen in our lifetime. And yet there's not a darn one of these people that have ever been brought to any sort of level of justice. They continue to get a pass for all kinds of reasons, too close to an election. Well, we can't do that. Well, that's unprecedented. I mean, they get a reason for every moment that a scandal Bubbles up. Oh, we're waiting for the special counsel. We're waiting for the prosecutor. We're waiting until hell freezes over. But we'll get there someday. And we never get there. We never get there. Nothing ever happens. Nothing ever changes, you see. So this whole thing that Kimberly Strassel points out, you know, I, I do think it's time to, again, I, I don't mean to make this a Wild West sort of conversation, but respectfully, I do believe. It is time for that payback uh, to a lot of these characters, legitimately, legally. Now, this is where, you know, this is the playing field we have now. This is where we're at. I mean, how else do we size this up, people? Listen, we didn't exactly ask for the game to be played this way. These are not the rules of the road that I would have selected moving forward. But I do think this is the way the game has played out at this point. And you can continue to, uh, you know, pretend that everything is fine in, in, in the Republic, but it is not. And so this payback, potentially it is time to look a little further now and, you know, equal justice under the law. Let's talk about what that looks like today, friends. Let's discuss that a little more. Okay. So, you know, in Descended Upon Mar-a-Lago, the, the FBI, uh, the Department of Justice, you know, they, uh, they, they, they uh, shifted the, the narrative here totally. I mean, this was totally avoidable. Uh, remember, no attorney general in the history of our country has ever signed off on a raid on a former president's home. It's never happened. So the attorney general had to sign off on that, Merrick Garland. This, this, this wasn't just a one-off. 
they had to have all the boxes checked on that side of the fence to be able to do this. And they they struck that chord. And of course, his words back is that no one is above the law. But, you know, but yet that is not accurate. Everybody is above the law on the left side of the Marxist idol people. And I don't I say that as an American. I don't say that as, I'm not a partisan. You know, I call it as I see it. But they've all been above the law. The entire system is above the law. Lady Justice is not blind. This is a joke. Who are we kidding? You know, who are we exactly kidding today? You know? And and the, these are the cards that have been dealt now. This is hypocrisy at its absolute worst, you know? It is truly, truly at its at its worst. You know, you 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 read the the uh, as, as Strassel says, you read the left media scribes, and Monday shirt she says was a ho hum day in crime fighting, like nothing to it. And she's right. She said the Beltway Press circled the wagons around Attorney General Merrick Garland and primarily uh, parroted Speaker Nancy Pelosi's, uh, you know, pity that no one is above the law. And that's what Pelosi said as well. No one is above the law. She said it was justified. Uh, that's that's were her words. And yet, as Strassel says, the Mar-a-Lago raid proves the U.S. isn't a banana republic. Pronounced the Atlantic said that. Now, so they took what would make what many people said we were now a banana republic in Atlantic. This is what they are so good at on the Marxist left. Doing Atlantic is certainly a megaphone for the Marxist left. As, as so many others are, you know, they, they twist the whole story. So, yeah, the Mar-a-Lago raid proves the U.S. isn't a banana republic. Who the hell are we kidding? Who are we kidding? No, hey, you know, listen, listen, listen. Have they played out that out on anybody? Any of these other names I just threw out with you? Had there been equal justice? Had they played the chips anywhere for any sort of level of fairness over the last 25 years? Then we could have that conversation that the Atlantic, we'd have that conversation. I would agree with the Atlantic at that point. If the playing field was fair, if it was a fair playing field, I I could agree with that. Well, then this would call a former president accountable. Okay, I get it. All right. If we played it all out that way across the board, both left and right. But we're not doing that, my fellow Americans. We are not doing that. And this is what really is under my skin, and I hope it's under your skin as well. And understand that it's time to move the ball forward. And there are times, friends, when, you know, and you can call it whatever we want to call it, but there are those times when we need to play fight fire with fire. And we, we need to do back what is being done onto the American people and to our great nation. I don't see any other way sometimes. And this is one of those times right now. Strassel says with that uh, Atlantic uh, message of proving the U.S. isn't a banana republic, uh, says they clearly worried readers that might conclude the opposite. She says it is a bedrock principle that those who commit crimes must answer for them. It lectured. And it was a lecture. But we know. The Atlantic knows. All the media know that nobody on that Marxist left, that Democrat Party, have been held to any accountability for any crimes, friends. I mean, just holding back the information for 
the Hunter Biden laptop and the New York Post story reprimanding them and pulling them off of social media is a perfectly classic case. It's just happened in recent memory to say as to why this isn't a plain, a level playing field. Uh, publications like The Atlantic and, and, and hundreds of more like it. They go out of their way to do exactly what happened when the post was censored through these uh, tech social media oligarchs and reprimanded and made an ass all over the country from publications like the New York Times and Washington Post. So how is that a bedrock principle? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's unbelievable the hypocrisy here of these people. It, it's it, it is is none of it is you can really truly make any sense out of people. So when we're having these kinds of conversations, and you say, "Well, take the high road." Well, yeah, I'm always one for taking the high road, my fellow Americans. I, you you know that about me. But there are those times where we need to draw a line of the sand and say, "You know what? We're going to fight fighter with fire now." If that's what it takes to save our republic and to really put the blindfold back on Lady Justice, let's do it. Let's have that battle. Let's have that fight. So I agree with uh, with Kimberly Strassel's op-ed, and I agree with this message that uh, it's uh, there's something more going on here. And it is the payback from our logo will be brutal. And I have to say to you, I, I hope in, in God's name that it is brutal. I think it is time to bring the left to the altar of truth and start to have some accountability and put justice back where it belongs. And I say that in all due respect. And I know there are people who may not want to hear me with that truth. But my friends, it is time to call it what it is. Strassel goes on to say, if anything, a perceived political persecution of Mr. Trump could help him to a second term. A lot of people are feeling that right now, by the way. She's not the only one to, to make that point. They thought that would inflame and empower uh, even those who were sort of in the middle of road milk toast uh, to get more engaged because, because it's the opposite of what the Atlantic puts out. So, yeah, that, that it could absolutely do that. And... As I point out with today's program and the importance of this talk today I'm having with you, uh, it's to draw parallels as to how unfair this justice system is and to understand that uh, the the ground rules have changed, people. They've changed. And we now have to be accountable for this. And it, it is time to, uh, to to push back, to push back. and uh, And not so much as... A revolution. That's not even what we're talking about here. And you know, my my our buddy here, George McClellan, put it out perfectly earlier today on an op-ed, the repercussions of the dangerous surveillance and censorship state. And he says, let's not look for a revolution specifically, but how about the coming retribution? Think about that now. That's that's an interesting way to say it. Because a lot of people talk about a revolution, another American revolution, you know. Uh, and, uh, you know, but maybe it's just time for a common retribution level in the playing field. Call it what you want, friends. I think that kind of hits a chord with me, what he says there, what McClellan puts in that op-ed. You see what I mean? Okay. 
Uh, she goes on to say, and uh, he would be even more unrestrained as the 47th president than he was as the 45th. Again, it's only happened one other time in our history where a president came back and won that second term that was split, you know, like that and actually held to, uh, you know, 45th and 47th. Fascinating piece of history there, uh, you know. Uh, a, a second Trump administration wouldn't have the and listen to this. This this is interesting. Strassel always she hits the nail on the head here. A second Trump administration wouldn't have the caliber of grown-ups who signed up for the first tour. <laughs> I I I think that's interesting what she puts out. There. Of course, it depends how you define grown-up, right? Right. But it wouldn't be, as I said to you up front, it wouldn't be the exact same cast of characters. But I, I, I kind of like the way she phrases that a little bit. But it depends how you you phrase grown up, you know? Really, we we grown up can be many things, people, right? Mr. Garland's raid, she says, has made even the highest political figures fair prosecutorial game. And the media's new standard is that the department can't be questioned as it goes around ensuring no one is above the law. Hmm. I, I, that, those words, you know, I don't know about you, but they, they're like, they're like, you know, when somebody puts their fingers on a chalkboard and just, it's like, when, I just, I don't want to hear those words anymore because it is such rubbish people ensuring that no one is above the law. I mean, shut up already. What, what are we joking? What are we talking about here? Of course, they're above the law. They're all above the law. The entire system is above the law. They're out of control. Of course, they're above the law. What, what are we talking about here? You know, I mean, when, when, when do we have any real truth here? If they weren't above the law, we wouldn't be having this conversation. They wouldn't have stopped Trump from having a second term if he deserved it. If the American people wanted him there, not, not, uh, not just because. Right? <laughs> I mean, they're all above the law. It's all how to control people. There's no justice anymore. It doesn't exist in America. Come on. Who are we kidding here? She says, let's see how that holds when a future Republican Justice Department starts raiding the homes of Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Eric Holder, James Comey, and John Brennan. There you go. And, and there's a whole cast more. It's a, this, they got a very deep bench when it comes into corruptness. Very, very deep. It's just there's never accountability. Nobody gets held for anything. You know, and that's, that's what we're looking at here. So it just it blows your mind here. So it is, it is time to talk about what a tit-for-tat game looks like. And how you, you know, you, uh, you, 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 you push the, you, it's, it's like a, it's like a table, like a poker table. How do we turn the table around the, the, how do, how do we reposition the game at this point? Um, and, you know, again, not so much a revolution, but retribution. How do we seek the retribution, fairness? Now, well, we're all, is that really isn't that all we're asking for really and truly? How do we get lady justice to put the blind back on? That's that's all I'm asking here, my fellow Americans. How do we do that exactly? You know? I mean, 
it, I mean, we're really just looking for fairness here across the board. I, I don't want to play Republican Democrat games. I, I, I hope you feel the same way I do. I, I, I'm tired of talking about Republican Democrat games. I find it very annoying, frankly. You know that, don't you? You know that about me. I, I don't really want to talk. I mean, it gets very annoying. It, it, it's a bigger narrative today than just a Republican Democrat talking point anymore. You see, uh, uh, she says all this tit for tat will further undermine our institutions and polarize the nation. It, it is what Strassel says. But such is the nature of retributive politics. Retributive politics. <laughs> Interesting. Which is why the wholesale democratic and media defense of this week's events is so reckless. Again, those are words that they they echo in my ears. You know what I'm talking about when I say that to you. They echo in my ears. This week's events is so reckless, so reckless, so reckless, so reckless. Both parties long understood that political restraint was less about civility than self-preservation. <laughs> wow. What goes around always comes around. <laughs> well, let's hope that God in heaven agrees with what Strassel says there. What went around this week will come around hard. And I play that narrative of what goes around comes around because I'm, I'm phrasing Lady Justice here, and I'm talking about the whole playing field when I reference those words that Strassel puts out there, what those really mean. Yeah, I hope what goes around comes around, my fellow Americans, and I do hope that justice is able to come back to the point of taking the higher road and that it is blind, no matter what your political affiliation is, that that really doesn't play into the narrative or the story of whatever your case is. But to do that, friends, we've got to get back into, you know, completely rebuilding our institutions of the Department of Justice and the FBI and the CIA and, I mean, the Homeland Security, all the, the IRS, all of these institutions are a sham. They're a sham. And the bureaucracy in our government is the cancer within all of this. We've seen that now for years building. And it's really got to a crescendo moment of where we find ourselves, which is why I'm never really surprised at some of these stories anymore, because it is completely out of control, which is why you have all the leaks and all the whistleblowers and all of the problems beset in all of this. Why a guy like a Donald Trump that comes along that's not favored up to the establishment really never had a shot in hell the first term out. You see, I mean, he had to fight for every scrap that was thrown out there and never had the support of any of them. And they certainly never had the support of the Marxist left media, never had the support of the establishment, the whistleblowers and all of these uh, characters and these um, agencies that are well planted in there, been, been planted in there for the last 25 years, 30 years, 40 years. They're still there. And a lot of these cats were put into power throughout the Obama administration, frankly, you know. And now we're reaping the rewards of that as a nation. And they're not, they're not favorable to, uh, to our celebration coming up soon on 250 years. Not favorable to that moment at all of continuing on as a free republic. Not at all, friends. We're coming to a, a very 
There's a, a very heated moment in our nation. Uh, you know, McClellan says, well, revolution, retribution. People talk about civil wars, revolutionary wars. There's a lot of conversation, a lot of noise, lots of noise of where we find ourselves. But, you know, if we continue to let ju justice run amok and we continue to let Lady Justice run around with you know, the blindfold off and totally looking at all of these political uh, affiliations and persuasions that people have before any sort of accountability is in place. And uh, we are fast becoming um, a, uh, a, an endangered country. We will, we will no longer exist. We are pr pretty close to that narrative. We're, we're coming up on some, some, some tough, uh, some tough, tough moments we're going to have to have with ourselves just ahead here. We can't continue on the road we're on. We, we, we just simply can't. It's, it's not sustainable, is what I would suggest to you. It, it is not sustainable. There is a, a moment of reckoning. There is a price to pay for all of this. And without us pushing back hard. And that's what it's going to take. That's the retribution that I think McClellan, I'm just suggesting he might be talking about. That that retribution, it's, a, it's leveling the playing field. If we don't begin to do that now, uh, how, how much further do we go? We, we just, there's no rope left. There's no room left. There's nothing left. So... To Strassel's point now, yeah, I I do see where she's at. And I do believe the payback for Mar-Lago will be brutal. And I think by far and large, I, I have to hope and pray that the vast majority, we'll never get all of them, but the vast majority of Americans almost demand that. With respect and with accountability to justice, properly, not anything less, is not what I'm asking for. No funny business, but just pursuing this in the way that 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 rebuilds our trust in our in our federal government and in our institutions. Does that make sense? I hope it does. And i that's the message I carry forward to you today. I think it's an important one. And I think, you know, a lot of courage. I have a, a, a deep affection for uh, Kimberly Strassel and her willingness, her courage to be able to put a, a message out of the sorts that she did. And, you know, the president never wanted to miss that opportunity you got to know that he clearly, and who can blame him, uh, put it out on social media uh, with that article, posted the link to it. And of course, the people find that to be at fault. But would you be at fault, my fellow Americans, if it happened to you in your personal space, in your home, for all of those reasons? Would you also not take the moment to relish that and uh, put that back out when when a uh you know, conservative media outlet decides to, or, or a person such as Strassel, rather, not the outlet as a whole, but you know what I'm saying, 
when she's willing to take the stand like that? Of course, you would put it out there in social media. And you may put a few other things out there as well and a, a few other lit and inflamed headlines or, or messages, if you will. Hmm. Because that was the danger here with all of this, that Merrick Garland and Christopher Ray and the Biden administration decided to break all all the rules of the road, uh, unprecedented, you bet, and not the historical moment of our nation. And they decided to, and, and even as, as, uh, as difficult as this moment is, as, as lit as we are, as uh, challenged as we are as a people, uh, they, without hesitation, went ahead and 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 pounced they pounced at the opportunity while trump was not home but out of the state and they knew that very much they it was all planned they decided to raid his personal space and and and, and scoffed up everything and as trump said in a previous post as i recall just going by memory he referenced them to be like the common criminal think about that when somebody comes into your personal space or your home and raids you Whoever they are, whoever they are, the common criminal, the IRS, the FBI, the CIA, the local Boy Scouts, whatever, whoever, okay, and decide to put their hands around all their stuff and all the paper, just throw it into and take everything without even looking at it. Just take anything. He, they took up his passports. They took up all kinds of personal stuff. How would that make you feel? Exactly. I can't think of anybody in my life who would enjoy such a moment. And frankly, I, I, I think I think you might even agree with me to say that uh, Trump has been uh, very restrained. He even asked the country to be restrained. He asked the country to be very careful. And I think he said lower the temperature. I, I, I don't quote me on the exact words, but it was something to that point about lowering the temperature in our country. Well, that's that's a, it's a pretty big pants when you're able to do that. And that's what a leader would say and do, frankly. Not to say that a leader's not going to come back and a man demand accountability. I do think we'll see that as well. And, and, and we're seeing it, my friends. We're absolutely seeing it. Well, thanks here for joining us here on The Voice of a Nation. Just as we pause here, I want to just remind you of our terrific uh, partnered sponsorships back at AmericaOutloud.com. We couldn't do this journey here if it wasn't for these uh, the, these companies I tell you about all the time, but more than that, their relationships that we've seeked out, um, and and they are they're they're special relationships and products that uh, will enhance your life, uh, and that's why we have them back at America Out Loud, starting with the fantastic product of Healthy Cell. There is nothing like it, my friends. It's a micro gel, and it's a powerful micro gel. Immune Super Boost, fantastic. And you put the immune super boost and micro gel. It'll, it'll, you put it right out of the package into your mouth or a little bit of water, whatever it is. But I'm telling you that immune super boost is an incredible product. And you've got uh, in there, uh, vitamin C, vitamin D3, zinc, echinacea extract, uh, elderberry extract. There's all host of fantastic products for a healthy immune system. Uh, but also don't forget the focus and recall for brain power, um, brain fog, a long COVID. This sort of thing is a real problem out there. Millions and millions of Americans suffering with that. If you know people doing that, 
please invite them to take a look at this focus and recall the microgel daily has a tangerine taste and easy to take i take it every day of course i need all the brain power i can get to say the least and uh, but these products are fantastic check them out for yourself healthycell.com forward slash out loud uh and 20 percent off your first order our listeners get uh just go back to americaoutloud.com on the front page and click the banner ad there or, uh, or or just go to the website, either one. But the banner ads are very easy, and it's on every post. You can't miss them on the platform. People email us all the time and ask us, where are they again? Again, right on the front page, three posts down on the front, always there. And every post just below the story, always there. So very, very easy to find those click-throughs. Check out also Cofix RX, your, your, the nasal hygiene, and Clear, X-L-E-A-R, Go look at the, the the research, the scientific vitamins, all the things they have on there. And these are nasal hygiene products that are powerful and will help you fight the uh, uh, superbugs, uh, viruses, diseases, SARS-CoV-2, you name it. You name it. it powerful stuff. Uh, the Covix RX, you get 20% off that. Uh, you go to covixrx.com forward slash out loud, or again, just click the banner ad. Same thing with the Genesis Fogger. Use an HOCL dry mist in the room, you get 15% off the fogger. So when you have a few minutes, just go check the links, check out and empower yourself, empower your family, the loved ones around you, and take advantage of these enormous discounts we have on AmericaOutloud.com. They're for our listeners only, and I'm thrilled to be able to bring them to you here, friends. Let's take a real fast pause here, and we'll join you just on the other side. You're listening to the voice of a nation. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the pulvidone iodine-based nasal spray, Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD. Welcome back to the Voice of a Nation, my fellow Americans and to my dear friends around the globe. Welcome into the program. A privilege to be with you today and to have you on the program here. Now, 
listen to liberty and justice for all. That's, that's our mantra. It's been our mantra from day one, which is why when I talk about Lady Justice and the Blindfold, you know what I'm driving at here, what I mean by all of that. We are talking liberty and justice for all here, across the board. No matter if you're, you know, Republican, Democrat, Independent, or Communist for that matter. Uh, but let's, let's have an equal hand of justice is all we're asking for and not a one-sided affair. And then these same people who have a one-sided affair come out and talk about it's justified or equal under the law or no one is above the law. I mean, don't give me that garbage. It is total, total rubbish. And I know you agree with me out there. You have to agree because it's the God's honest truth um, and it's not acceptable. We're not going to play that game any longer here. What's taken place here, as, uh, as Kimberly Strassel points out in the Wall Street Journal op-ed, uh, has a massive uh, ripple effect on our country. And we told you that when it happened, you might have believed it or maybe you didn't. Maybe a lot of people met the story with a yawn. But the repercussions of this story, it is massive. It, it is a, a tsunami onto American politics is what I will call will say to you and I will call it what it is. Uh, you cannot understate what took place here, friends. In our 246-year history as a, as a free democracy and a, and, a, and a republic, this has never happened. When the Attorney General Merrick Garland made the decision and Christopher Ray, the FBI director, went hand-in-hand hand and jumped off the cliff together, like uh, Laverne and Shirley or uh, Bonnie and Clyde or uh, uh, what's the other two that went off the cliff in the car? It will come to me. Uh, any of those cats did that? That's exactly what they did. Uh, that's exactly what they did when they made this decision to get reckless and to raid the personal residence of a former president of these United States of America. It is it was wrong. Uh, there were many other ways to slice this thing and they could have done it, but they didn't. They took a giant, giant step. Well, I wouldn't say forward, but it was a giant step in the wrong direction is what I would suggest to you is take to happen here. Uh, so. Uh, Strassel's comment there, uh, her op-ed, uh, the payback from our lago will be brutal. Uh, it's quite a, uh, uh, op-ed and she, she puts it out there pretty well here. Um, now, um, it, as she mentions here, uh, Trump's longtime personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani explicitly warned last week that Trump will send federal agents to Biden's home if Trump wins the next election. Actually, this was in another op-ed. Uh, if Trump gets elected, the first thing he'll do is raid every one of Biden's houses. I believe that was a Fox op-ed I got that from. Uh, um, but I look at so much, it's hard to say. But you get the point of Rudy Giuliani putting that out and saying, you know, if Trump gets elected, first thing he'll do is raid. Well, you know, the, the unprecedented nature of this is why Giuliani would make that claim. But yet, but yet, but yet, you know, I, 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 you know, it depends how this all shakes down, actually. I, I don't know if it's going to happen quite the way Rudy puts it out there. Because again, when Trump made that statement back in 2016, he had that debate with Hillary Clinton, uh, said, yo, you'd be in jail if I was the president and I'd get the attorney general. See, he didn't, he didn't do any of that. Now, you know, there are a lot of reasons why we can certainly talk about that. And we do um, as far as the cast of characters Trump had around him or why he continued to look the other way. But I think Trump was dealing with an unknown, an establishment. He had a lot of players and a lot of people were in his ear around him uh, that were telling him potentially to look the other way. But the problem is there was 
you know, we waited for the Mueller report. We waited for the special counsel report in Durham. And we waited and we waited and we waited and nothing ever happened. Nothing ever happened. Still to this day, all low hanging fruit of nothingness uh, they come after. But here on the other side of the aisle, they go right for the jugular. And that's what's unfair about this, friends. It is it is not equal justice. There's nothing equal about the justice playing out in America today. Does not exist. So a lot will determine whether Rudy's comments come true or not when he talks about the first thing he'll do is raid. You know, and listen, it, and it's not just that this president, if he did get back into power, to Rudy's point, that's I'm not advocating he just come in a tip for tat just to be spiteful or I don't think the American people would stand for that either. And let me just say that right back right now. I do not think the American people would stand for uh, a, a lawless administration, no matter who it is, I, Trump or anybody else. I don't think that's what we're asking here for people. So I, I, I think Rudy's comments, I don't necessarily agree with the way he put them in there, that if Trump gets elected the first thing, yeah, I, I don't agree with that. I don't think that's the first thing he'll do. I, I surely hope it's not, but I don't believe that. I, and maybe Rudy's just using that as a as a flavorful moment of the passion of the moment or a point. But, you know, words have consequences as well. I don't think that's what we're saying here. I, as I said to you already, I mean, things have got to play out properly and fairly. And, you, I mean, you've got to look at each one of these cases and draw the evidence and get the proper sign-offs and the Department of Justice, but... You need to be very forceful in the commentary and very forceful with the American people. Even if you have to have a press conference every week, you need to be forceful with what you're asking. Transparency is what I'm calling for here. Okay, All right? Transparency. That's what I. That's what I think Rudy should have put in that message. That we're looking for transparency. So put it out there in a very transparent way. And then, yes, let Lady Justice, with the blindfold on, seek retribution, not revolution. I like that. I like that. A lot. A lot. Right? Is that hard to understand? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. House Minority Leader Representative Kevin McCarthy. Uh, he said, uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland, to expect rigorous congressional oversight if the Republicans retake control of the chamber in the midterms. Of course, a lot of people are not using the word if. You see, at least McCarthy put that in there. Now, McCarthy is, you know, I'm not sure he's the favorite of a lot of strong conservative patriots. He's a, a neocon, again, big government sort of apparatus. Uh, part of the narrative of, uh, you know, the establishment is, uh, let me just use the word, the establishment. You can put a lot of other words in there, but I'm not sure he's my first choice in there for that sort of a role or position, you know? And again, a lot of these cats, they get corrupt when they get into DC and before long, they become part of that fabric. You see DC, you, it, it breeds that sort of thing. And it just, it, it uh, suffocates. It takes the oxygen out of the room. It suffocates your thoughts. It squeezes you. And over time, you almost become part of that product. See, Trump wasn't there long enough for that to happen. And he's a different cat, Trump is. He's just a totally different, he, as I said to you routinely, it's not that he has courage, he's brazen. Brazen, as I often reference to you, he's got uh, testicles the size of Nebraska, you see? And, uh, and it's fearless, call it what you want, but it's fearless. 
That's a different kind of character. And that kind of cat doesn't always succumb to the rules of the establishment. That That's like, I, I don't succumb to the rules of the establishment. I'm pretty brazen as well, uh, to the truth, to the point. So I, I get Trump. I get where he's at. I just wish there were times he would choose his words wisely. And listen, I, and I say this about myself as well. I'm very careful. I've gotten more careful as I've, as I've matured as a, as a person, as a man. I've, but I, you know, we tend to do that as we grow up a little bit, but I don't know how much grown up more Trump would do. <laughs> he's sort of there in his 70s now. He's sort of there now coming to his 80s. He's sort of there. Um, you know, I'm not sure how much a guy like that could mature. He's sort of ripe at this point. He is what he is. But for me, I matured over the years and realized that, uh, you know, our words do speak volumes and uh, we need we are accountable for them. And uh, we need to be careful what we put out there. You see, uh, that that's all I'm saying. So, but, you know, uh, and, and there's also enough is enough. And it is time for that pushback I, I share with you. And I think many of you probably agree with me out there. So the it is time for rigorous congressional oversight. I agree with McCarthy. Uh, level playing field. But I, what I don't want to happen here, friends, let me also be clear with you. I don't want the Republicans to start to play the same games the Democrats have played uh, using the House of Representatives uh, in the way that uh, I, I that's not what I'm looking for here. I'm tired. I'm really tired. I hope you are as well of Republican and Democrat games. I think it's time we need to grow up as a people. It's it's stop making the same foolish mistakes. I don't support that if that's what McCarthy is alluding to. I think it's got to be cross the T's, dot the I's. Let's put the blindfold back on Lady Justice in the way that it needs to happen. That's all I'm saying. Fair. And let's you know, yeah, no one should be above the law in regards to these statements that are being put out there. Equal justice across the board, the playing field. That's all we're looking for here. You know, that's it. When you, you know, you have the sort of arrangements that we're having, we're talking about with some of these people that Strassel points out in her op-ed. Well, everybody knows, everybody knows that there's been no justice anywhere. We are you know, as opposed to what the Atlantic puts out there, I, I truly hate to admit it, my fellow Americans, but uh, we really are no much better at these moments of time than the third world of the Banana Republic for sure. I don't say that with any glee or, uh, you know, a sense of retribution of what I'm trying to be a smart ass or anything. I mean, I, but I think you would agree with me. That we, what, why are we better than that right now? We're not. And that's why we need to fix a few things here. We, we need to have a, you know, um, a bit of a reconstruction project ourselves in our country. We've gotten way off the path here uh, of what makes sense anymore, of any sort of norms that we can be respectful toward, um, you know. And then uh, the other thing to bring into this equation with you, and again, again, I'll say what you want, but this is where Trump took the high road again. You can, you can, you know, you can say what you want and call him up, but I think Trump. Listen, listen, uh, Trump is a patriot. Uh, there's no doubt about that in my mind. M most all of you listening today are patriots because you wouldn't be listening to the voice of a nation if you weren't a, a, a real patriot. And you know who, who I am and where I sit on all of this. And uh, we bleed red, white, and blue. 
And uh, that's, that's, that's what we do here. It's who we are. We love our country. We love what we've been gifted here and this amazing life that we have. And we're just asking for an equal playing field across the board um, is really what, we are, what we're asking for. Uh, so, but with Trump, uh, this this whole um, when I say a patriot, you know, the, this uh, the, the the threats being uh, put against law enforcement that's been a real uh, focal point over the past week here since the Mar-a-Lago raid. There were some pretty serious threats. You see, a guy got shot out and killed out there in the West as well. Uh, but there's been a lot of threats. Christopher Ray, of course, came out about this as well and raised the alarm. I'm not sure what they expected. Why didn't Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland consider all this before they took the leap and 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 drove off the cliff? You know, I'm still trying to think of the name of that movie. Who drove off the cliff? I, I it's drawn a blank. It's not Laverne and Shirley. It's um, what is it? It's uh, what what is the movie? The movie. Let me type into Google here. The movie, uh, car driving off the cliff. Why am I drawing a blank on that? I don't know. Hold on. Thelma and Louise. <laughs> Have a look it up there. Thelma and Louise. That's, that was the name of that. I, I don't know why I was drawing a blank on that, but I was. I look at um, Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland as, uh, yeah, Thelma and Louise. Holding hands, driving uh, driving us right off the cliff with the Mar-a-Lago raid. But that's what I look at here. Their recklessness uh, shines through. In a, in a very evil way uh, to take that move that they did. It, 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 it should have never come to this, people. Should have never come to this. So back to all of this and the retribution, not the revolution. That's where we're at. And back to Strassel's point, yeah. It's, it's going to be a, a, a pushback here. It's, it's going to be a price to pay is what we're saying here. So these threats to law enforcement, Trump, uh, you've got to at least give him credit. He come out and said we need to lower the temperature, as I spoke about earlier. And uh, But again, why didn't Thelma and Louise determine this up front? Why didn't they already figure that there was going to be massive pushback to this? I, I Whether they thought they had a legal standing, they obviously thought something. They might have had in their mind or Walked to mind, they had some sort of a standard to do it, but uh, not to be um, not acceptable. What's taking place here? I want to read you this other thing through, uh, through um, with the some of the things I gleaned on uh, this morning uh, uh, on this story with and heading up with Strassel here now. A vice uh, goes on to say, "This is hardly the first time Trump has threatened his political opponents." I mentioned up front that that um, debate back in 2016 because you'd be in jail. But what they don't go on to say is the restraint that he pulled. See, that's where the media never does justice. They never give you the other side of the argument. He showed a lot of restraint, just as he's shown when all this, uh, the, this energy going against the law enforcement and these threats come out. And he said, no, we got to lower the temperature in our country. You know, he could have got up there and acted, and yet, listen, freedom of speech. He could have got up there and he could have had a press conference. I'm very serious. And he could have let it rip. I mean, he could have let it rip, and some people would have done that. So you can say what you want, people. You can say what you want. But I'm going to suggest back to you, I think uh, number 45 has shown a great deal of restraint. Now, you, you, many, Some of you would fight back on me on that point, but I, I'm going to stand on that. I believe he has. And I don't, again, I, you, you know me enough to know I don't eat the Trump Wheaties. I call it as, 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 I, as, as it is. 
I, I do wish Trump would watch his words carefully moving forward. I do think he should be careful whoever he surrounds himself with. I do think it should be a different cast of characters if there's going to be another Trump administration. Um, the policies were very effective for this nation, no doubt about it. And uh, I think probably most all of our listeners, and I'm not saying everybody, but the vast majority of people would probably vote for another uh, a Trump uh, administration. But again, we've got to leave the cancer behind. We got to we we have to drop that narrative, and we we've got to move this ball forward, friends. You know what I'm I'm, I'm saying? Here? That's that's where we're at, right? We we've got to be able to. That's what I mean when I say take the high road. That's what I'm talking about there. We we've got to um, expect more of this, and we we've got to stop the Republican Democrat games and move the ball forward in a more respectful manner. And I hope Trump is ready to do that. If he does, if, if, and I know it's pretty well a foregone conclusion for most that he would run again in 2024. Hey, listen, maybe he decides he's had, I don't know. I know it's not typically like a Trump because you, you know, you never back down and you put your name back out there. And I think this Mar-a-Lago raid probably pushed him more to do it if he was undecided before then. Um, you know, probably safe to say, and as, as uh, Strasso points out, he probably has a little more wind at his back now. Probably helped him out. Thelmer and Louise there, uh, Ray and uh, Garland probably helped him out to be able to do that with this awful decision they made in changing the rules of the road. Because once you make a decision like this, you change things forever. Now no one is, uh, uh, you know, uh, it will escape the other political party who goes after political persecution in the way that... Uh, that, that Strassel points out here. So that's where we're at, my fellow Americans. I, I, th I think it's interesting. And I think the message I bring to you today is that, yes, it is time for some payback across the board on all of these egregious things that have happened in our republic. And all of the people that Strassel points out in her op-ed, yes, I do think Lady Justice needs to get the blindfold back on. And I, so equal playing field. But I do think it is time for payback. And we need to push that envelope back. And that's what I'd like to see happen, quite frankly. So I don't think we, we take this lying down any further. I say this with the utmost respect, but I say it just the same. And my fellow Americans, it's all back at AmericaOutloud.com. Big thank you for joining me here uh, on the mission. It's time to get involved and get loud, America. America.